Vogelsang Pest Management has programs for everyone's budget. Call us at 314-601-1789. Vogelsang Pest Management, serving your family like you're our family. I wasn't I wasn't paying attention while I was doing Shelly. I was watching a video. I'm sorry. Hold on a minute. Let me stop this. Da, 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 da. That shows you where I'm at this morning. I'm not paying attention to the show. Is that not good or what? Well, sometimes I don't pay attention to the show. I think that's most of the time, isn't it? <laughs> that's no? not true. I love my show. She admits it. Isn't that incredible? She admits that she doesn't pay attention to what we're doing. That's not true. Okay. I was joking. Can you not take a joke? No, I'm. You're I, a jokester. No, you play jokes on me all the time. No, I can't take a it's joke. It's like a perk to you. I think it's terrible that people. You know, it's just like it's just like you know everything I put on my Facebook should be taken literally. I mean, you know, like the 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 like the, the onion. <laughs> there. If you don't know what we're talking about. I love I love sarcastic humor and um, you know what do you call that's it? That's his love language, ladies. Sarcastic humor <laughs> and 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 uh, you know people. But you know, once again, here's here's what I'm trying to do, and maybe to a certain extent, what you and I try to do. Okay, things are not good. I think we've all figured that out, right? And we can Indeed. we can we can be super depressed all day long and ooh things suck and ooh or we can say you know what. We just got to have some levity in our lives. So I've been putting stuff on my Facebook page. like To I put frolic. A, right. We need to frolic. I put a big picture of Howdy Doody on there smiling. And then I put a, what was I put on there the other day? I put uh, Mr. Rogers. It's a love. You know, you, you know, the kind of thing that like, and the amazing thing is somebody, and if, and, and I, I shouldn't tell you this, I had to remove a comment that someone made on the post that I put of Mr. Rogers, the video intro where he comes through the door and sings his little song and puts his coat in the closet. Somebody the put her... thing, the, the, That song that relieved all the latchkey kids' problems. Well, somebody put a very nasty comment on there about why would I do something like that? I'm going like, good oh, grief. Was that the woman? Oh, no, 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 no. And, and then, so last night or yesterday afternoon, I found this really funny story on on the onion about that that president trump has changed his mind and he's not going to send out you know uh, checks instead he's found a rare picture of him and he's going to personally autograph 300 million of these pictures and send it out to every american citizen and then you can take that extremely rare photograph and sell it for for lots of money now think about the premise of that okay first off if you make 300 million of anything it's not rare. You know, I mean, if you make a million of something, it's not rare. You know, I mean, if 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 Ford came out with the the super duper pooper Mustang and they, oh, it's going to be the rarest Mustang we've ever made. And they made a million of them. You know, it's it's sort of like the deal that goes back to the the what was it the the Beanie Babies. You know what I mean? I mean, I had a guy the Beanie Babies. I, yeah. had a, I had a guy that worked for me at the time. And he truly told me he was spending like, I mean, I don't even want to say how much money he was spending per week out of his paycheck to buy Beanie Babies because he said that was going to be part of his retirement. (laughs) I'm going, okay, whatever. You know, now the problem there was that they just were cranking these things out. You know, if they made like, 
you know, I mean, I, I saw this thing the other day. You have these these slideshows like, hey, you might have a, a Hot Wheels car that's worth a hundred thousand dollars, and then they have this like twenty five most, uh, you know, most uh, valuable Hot Wheels cars. But if you read the fine print, they have to be in the original factory packaging and never opened. Okay, back in the day, how many guys? You know, and and I bought them, uh, you know, for my uh, for my younger brother. I mean, how many people bought Hot Wheels and never took them out of the pack? You know, you raced them and and you you smashed them into each other, and you know you got the paint chipped up, and you took them outside and ran them through dirt and mud and rocks and ran them on your driveway and tore up the wheels and stuff like that. So, how many people are going to have a perfect in the the blister pack? You know, Hot Wheels, right? It's just like okay. But going back to the to Trump thing, I get all these people who are like mad at me. How dare you? You know, this is this is terrible. This is this is this is a farce. This is fake news. Yes, it is. And I was trying to, you know, some people got it and were like It's called satire. Yeah, some people got it and it was sort of funny, but Come on. You know, everybody's just gone wound too tight. We've got a lot to talk about this morning. Boy, there's all I, – I, first off, the officially has come out, what you and I talked about yesterday, um, all the area hospitals effective Monday, no elective surgery. And it's going to be like you probably have a better chance of getting into uh, Fort Knox – than you do of going to visit somebody at the hospital effective Monday. They're going to extremely limit the visiting hours. And this is pretty much all the area hospitals. And they're going to uh, check you for temperature and, and, you know, what, and to dissuade people from coming to the hospitals when they check you for temperatures. uh, As a visitor, they're going to do it rectally. Yeah. Okay. All kidding aside, I have a a dear friend of mine. Her daughter was in Ireland and... She came, she was finally able to get a flight home. And when she came in, I mean, she was clearly in another country. So she clears customs and all they did was take her temperature. Well, what are they going to do? What, they, you think they should throw I, you know, her? Throw I, her. I, I don't know. Maybe give her the test? No, no, no. Well, no, 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 no. But, but, but no, they, 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 that's the thing. If you don't, what they're doing right now is that if you don't have the symptoms, they're not giving you the test. That's the whole deal. If you call the Mercy Hotline and you say... That's uh, not necessarily accurate, Brad, well, because at least in Minnesota and Wisconsin, they, are, they have refused. If you're young... Even though you have the symptoms, if you're young, like, you know, in your 20s or 30s, they will not give you the test because they're saving it for older people. But what you just said at the very beginning, it's state by state, depending upon how many of the test kits the state has and how many the hospitals have. Here, you know, once again, I went by this last week where the Checkpoint Charlie out there, the drive through uh, out in Chesterfield, went by there. Uh, the place was empty. Nobody there. Talk to one of the security guards. And remember, then we talked about that the fact that the news, I think, the Channel 5 news fell down on the thing where they do this whole three-minute thing. Oh, you have to, you drive through and then have the administrators talk. And they say, you have to call ahead of time and and get an appointment, you know. But they never give the phone number, you know. And it's like, okay, wouldn't you think that if you're doing a news story about the fact that if you want to get tested, you need, wouldn't you think they'd put that phone number like up on the screen? And then after they did the report that the anchors would say, and if you want that phone number for, and if you didn't catch that phone number for the uh, pre-screening for the COVID virus at Mercy Hospital, you can uh, go to our website and it's there, right? They didn't do that. You know, so it's the department's like, okay, 
So how do I find the phone number that I'm supposed to call before I can go out there? So your deal about she got off the plane and they took her temperature. And once again, how old is she? Uh, less than uh, 25. Okay. Well, once again, they're saying right now, if you don't have the symptoms, don't take the test. It was funny in the press conference yesterday. I know, but she just came back from another country. I get it. But there's people that have rubbed up against people in the United States that haven't. And they still said, if you don't have the symptoms, I mean, like, for example, Trump talked about this yesterday. You know, I tell you what. I, I'm I'm going to say this, and I know I'm going to get people that are you know liking my Facebook page. Oh, I can't believe he's 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 you know standing up for Trump at the press conference yesterday. He got nailed on the fact that he took the the test, and and well, you know, Mr. Trump, did you have the symptoms? No, I didn't have the symptoms. Well, then why did you take the test? And he said, because you people bugged me about it. You people kept reporting. Well, he was exposed to this guy from what Chile or something like that. The guy who was like the vice president of Chile was in the White House, and he, no, he was at Mar-a-Lago, and they were shaking hands and stuff like that. And Trump said, you people bugged me and said. I should take the test. And my even my my personal doctor said, no, you don't need the test. And I said, I don't care. I want to take the test. So, and God, and then he went off to this lady. Oh, my God. If that press conference yesterday, I don't he know. He went off on someone? Uh, well, it was funny because the, the reporter from MSNBC stands up and makes some accusation that that he's and, and I do remember this. And this is true that he was, you know, that what, what do you have to say about the fact that that you are not, uh, you know, as quick to respond on this COVID-19, you know, crisis that you should have done? And he go, fires back at her and he goes, I banned f- travel from from uh, China back in January, and you people and your specific news channel told me that I was being racist and xenophobic, that I was banning people from China because they're of a different color and they're from a different nation. And they did do that. And it's funny because even Joe Biden did that. Joe Biden, when when Trump banned all the people coming in from China, you know, then banned all the flights coming into the United States from China, essentially he said, well, he's he's being racist and xenophobic. Well, like, yeah, okay, let's take that quote again now. You know, I mean, like hindsight 2020, that was stupid what what they said. And it was smart what Trump did. But yet nobody's going to give him any credit because of the fact that nobody gives him credit for anything. If he if he came if he got up this morning and said, "Well, you may not realize it, but I'm actually a biomedicine chemist, and uh, I was messing around last night with my biomedicine chemistry set, and I've come up with a cure for COVID nineteen, and we're going to fast track this through the FDA, and it should be available in two weeks." People go like, "He's the worst president ever." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, um, on your Facebook page, there was a gentleman that was, uh, I don't even know what his name was. but And I never comment on your Facebook page because sometimes people are kind of mean. Sometimes? And, <laughs> I'm sorry? Sometimes? <laughs> yeah. And so, but I responded to this man because he was saying some really rude things. And I responded to this man and I told him, I said, you know, I think he's doing the best that he can, given the situation that he is, that he, that he's been given. And you may not like this man, but as you you must, you really should respect his position. Oh, and by the way, you can use that pent up rage you have, and buy gift cards or gift certificates or 
or something and um, help the local small businesses. I said, go ahead. You'll feel right as rain. Now, which 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 comment was this? Which one was which? What, um, it was, was this the, the, the soup Nazi one that I'm still getting grief on? There's six. <laughs> there's 60. No, I think it was not the howdy duty one, but the other one. Not, was it the Mr. Rogers one? <laughs> I think so. Come on. Somebody, another person. Oh, no. It, it, it must have. I, I don't know which one it was. I'll find it. But it was just kind of funny because he. Oh, and then I hashtag. That's my new hashtag. I won't tell you the, the one I really wanted to use. But the hashtag I'm using now is hashtag be a good human 2020. Well, I know you don't understand that, but. I understand it, and there's a lot of people that will understand it, because during this crisis, we will see the best of humanity and the worst of humanity. So you're not going to be the you're not going to use the "don't be a d" hashtag. <laughs> uh, I okay. really want to. Okay, here's. But no, I'm thinking of you, and I'm thinking um, out of respect for. Uh, put it this way, I don't want to yet. Okay, so but, here's the here's the the soup Nazi post. This is a picture, and this is I didn't do this. Someone sent this to me. And it's if you remember the stupid Seinfeld, you know, uh, uh, episode and remember all of Seinfeld is sort of stupid. And when they even admitted, hey, it's a show about nothing. OK. And the one probably episode that people remember the most is the soup Nazi one. And they're all talking about, hey, you know, it's the world's best soup. But you got to go there and you got to be nice to the guy, because if you're not nice to him, he's not going to give you any soup. So you go there and there's this crazy guy who's like, you know, like, you know, in your face. He's behind the counter and he's like a cafeteria kind of place and if you're not nice to him he says no soup for you okay so so there's a picture of the soup nazi behind the counter with his finger in the air like you know no soup for you and the caption on the top says for anyone who has ever said he's not my president and then it says underneath no check for you people lost their minds over this i had comments like you're the worst person in the world and i'm going like you know i'm going like man you know i mean you know, I mean, and and I and one of them was the fact. One of them, guy says, you know, he just puts unfriend. Okay, fine. See you. Bye. Don't need you. You know. I mean, and once again, it's I'm trying to be humorous and trying to be funny. You know. I mean, you uh, are trying to make people giggle and uh, think outside of the current situation. Well, I, I agree with you. You are well, but but once again, the problem is. The problem is I go back to I go back to um, things and my father was a World War II veteran and, you know, didn't talk a lot about World War II. And after he died, we found out that he had I mean, my dad was in the army for 40 years. He was in active duty for four years during World War II, World War, World War II. And then he was in the reserves for for 36 years. He retired as a captain and when he was 62. And, you know, never talked much about World War II. And uh, we found out that as we were getting ready to bury him, he had three bronze stars with combat valor. You know, and it's like, whoa, he never, we never, he never talked about any of that stuff. And he was all over the world. I mean, literally all over the world. He was in Europe. He was, you know, he was a demolitions guy. You know, if you, if you, if you ever watched the, uh, the Saving Private Ryan, what he was doing was as they were advancing through Europe, um, you know, especially after D-Day, he was like the guy who was climbing around in bridges, 
putting dynamite on bridges. So if the Americans had to retreat, like in Private Ryan, if you remember the last scene of Private Ryan where they're under attack in this little French village and as they're trying to, you know, they're retreating from the Germans who are advancing on them. And Tom Hanks tries to blow up the bridge. You know, that was the whole deal. They're trying to, and, and that's what my dad did. And, you know, and, and that's part of what he did. But then after they finished, you know, Europe, then he got on a troop ship. He was going to invade Japan, you know, and he never talked much about that, you know. But the point being was that he had a humor about him, about things that happened to him in World War II. You know, now I know that, you know, people talk about, well, there's all these combat vets that come back, you know, and PTSD. I get it. It's a real problem. But a lot of them, if you get around them. They, it's like I flew with all these guys when I was flying helicopters. I flew all these guys who were who were Vietnam vets. And, you know, some of these guys, sh- you know, Alan Barkley shot down, what, three, four times. You know, I, 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 you know, flew with another guy who shot down twice. Another guy who, when I was flying, was still in the Army. He'd been in the Army since 65. And he was, you know, he was, this was, this was uh, 1985. He was still in the Army. Still flying, you know, stuff like that. And talked about, you know, he'd been wounded and, you know, been shot in the leg and a whole bit. And they all had an interesting sense of humor. You know what I mean? They all had would kid about stuff, and you know. And, and it was part reason to sort of deflect the seriousness of it all. You know what I'm saying? Yes, they were using humor to uh, kind of expel them from, the you know, the moments and the memories. Mm-hmm. I guess. I don't know. You know, I guess people are, uh, okay, the smartest woman in the world just say the wounds are too new for humor. How do you respond to that, Shelley? The wounds are too new for humans? Humor. Oh, the wo- Oh, for this? Yeah. The coronavirus? Yeah. Um... I don't, I don't know. Some of them are probably, you know, too fresh, which is why I chose not, I chose a different hashtag. Um, so, but you're, you're evidently making, you're, you're being a disruptor, which is what you like. Okay. Here's another woman, smartest woman in the world. If you just became unemployed, you find nothing funny. Okay. I can understand that, but. Go back, and I will give you my personal situation. And not that I'm bragging or anything like that, but I'll give you my personal situation, okay? When I was in college, and you're going to find this funny, but I competed in the St. Louis Science Fair, and I tied, we had a tie for the top prize, me and another guy. Don't remember his name, okay? And I had offered to me a four-year full tuition scholarship to study excuse me, electrical engineering at Washington University, which I turned down. Do you know why I turned that down? Because you wanted to go into broadcasting. That was part of it. The other part of it was at the time, back in the, the early 70s, when I was a young punk, um, all the different companies were laying off engineers, specifically Boeing, the big aircraft manufacturer in in, you know, they in, weren't Boeing back there. They were McDonnell Douglas. No, 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 no. Boeing, the Boeing company in Seattle, Washington. Boeing's been around oh, okay. for Up like a hundred years or something like that. Boeing yeah. was, and at the time, Boeing was the 
aircraft manufacturer. Because keep in mind, in the United States, they're the ones that came out with the 707 and then the 727, you know, and they revolutionized uh, air travel, the company. That company did. Boeing, okay? International with all their planes, okay? They were laying off engineers left and right, and specifically electrical engineers. So I said to myself, well, why do I want to be an electrical engineer when they're all getting laid off, okay? So go back to the early 80s. When you had Steve Jobs and uh, Bill Gates and things like that, do you know why a lot of these guys started these tech companies? Because they got laid off from their from their tech comp, uh, from their own tech employers, and they decided, you know what? I don't want to ever be laid off again. I'm going to start my own company. There's story after story after story of the initial wave of the guys that invented, you know, a lot of the you know the IBM PCs and 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 you know Microsoft, Bill Gates and 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 Apple and things like that. A lot of these initial, you know, employees were people that got laid off from the company they were working for because they didn't need engineers. You know, now, once again, things have cycles. So sometimes something bad that happens to you turns out to be something good. You know what I mean? Sometimes sometimes we have decisions made for us that we don't agree with at the time, but they turn out to be great things down the road. I agree with that statement. Yeah, well, it's one of those things. You agree with anything I say? I agree with that. I do. Because we're put exactly where we need to be at the exact moment we need to be there. I've lived my life by that. It's never failed me. You know, you say all sorts of good things. Like, for example, one of the other good things you say is... I don't think that we should be called cougars anymore. I think we should be called panthers. I couldn't agree with that more. (laughs) Whatever, Brad. Oh, look, it's 627. Um, What did you say again? I said, oh, look, it's 627. Um, What was that again? Here, listen to this. Westplex 1071. We're the first radio station in the country with a geofence signal. You leave the Westplex and you'll hear nothing but static. So don't leave. Westplex 1071. At Orange Theory, our heart rate-based workouts are scientifically designed to keep your heart as powerful as it can be so you can live the fullest life possible. Call or text 636-614-4040 to book your first class free. Orange Theory Fitness, Lake St. Louis. More results, more heart, more life. Hi, this is Emma with Fischl Chiropractic. Fischl Chiropractic is a proud new member of Little Black Book Women in Business. Dr. Daniel Fischl specializes in whole family wellness with an emphasis in pediatrics, pregnancy, and sports injury. At Fischl Chiropractic, we take pride in treating the whole family. For more information, please visit our website, chiropractorstlouis.com, or please call 314-440-5242. If you're a local small business owner, you know how important it is to be there for your customers. Hi, I'm State Farm Agent Julie Myers. I run a small business in O'Fallon, too, and I'm here to protect your small business. Let's chat. Stop in, call me, or find me on the web at agentjuliemyers.com. Are you feeling meh about work? It's because you haven't found the right job yet. Emmaus believes you should look forward to coming to work and knowing what you do matters. Start feeling great about work while making a difference in the lives of others as a direct support professional. Find more info at the brand new website, emmausholmes.org. That's E-M-M-A-U-S homes.org. Know who's on your roof. RRSA St. Louis. We are local, licensed, and insured. Call us today at 636-542-4816. Lavender Lace and Bling. Hi, this is Lisa, owner of Lavender Lace and Bling. I'd like to personally invite you to stop by my store on 1055 Venture Drive in St. Peter's. 
We have what you've been looking for, something unique, something radiant, and something fabulous. Lavender Lace and Bling, your boutique clothing store, 636-244-4087, or on the web at LavenderLaceandBling.com. I have a house, I have a yard, but maintaining it all just seemed too hard. Just when I thought I couldn't take anymore, I fell in love. With my hardware store. Thank you, hardware store. You're my true love. Like an angel with work gloves that was sent from above. J-Lane Hardware will have you fall in love all over again with your do-it-yourself projects, mowers and blowers, paint cans and gas cans. We have everything you need to get any job done right. JLaneHardware.com. Are you selling your home and don't know where to start? I am Angie Harness with Keller Williams Chesterfield, and I want to give you a few tips on how to get the most action on your home. First, stage your home to sell and make sure it's sparkly clean. Did I mention that all my clients get a complimentary professional staging consultation? Secondly, make sure your home is competitively priced for your market. I do extensive research so you don't have to. That's my job. The third tip is to listen to your realtor. Hire an experienced agent that puts you and your goals first. You are always my main priority. I listen. Angie Harness with Keller Williams Chesterfield. 636-534-8183 or on the web at angieharness.kw.com. Just bought a home? Hate the colors? Hi. Hi, this is Cody Hartram with HBP Painting Contractors. Let us use our systematic approach to create that designer look. HBP Painting Contractors, 636-544-1254. On the web at preppaintrepeat.com. The Laser Lipo and Vein Center is proud to sponsor the streaming for Westplex 1071. On the web at bsinthemorning.show or on Alexa. Just say, Alexa, open Shelly Streams. It's that easy to hear the naughties to now. Check it out. The dramatic separation of sounds is the most spectacular feature of stereo reproduction. Westplex 1071. It's today's best music for the Westplex. Westplex 1071. When you know and your knees can't rise, you feel helpless and you're looking to the sky. Some people would say to accept defeat What if this is fate Then we'll find a way to cheat Cause oh, 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 oh We'll say a little prayer But oh, 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 oh If the answer isn't fair You know you can call on me When you need somebody You know you can call on me When you can't stop the tears from falling down Tears 
Westplex 107.1. It is BS in the morning. I am Shelly. She is Brad. Our website is bsinthemorning.show. The station website is westplex1071.com. Uh, 634. Uh, we'll have special guests this morning. We haven't had a guest in a while. You know, most of the time we offer it to people. Oh, I can't tell you. And by the way, uh, you were correct. I had the wrong password in there. You should be able to go back in and it should work right now. Okay. I got it to work. Okay. I just I just fixed it. Did you just try it? No, I tried it before. You got it to work before? It shouldn't have worked before because I had the wrong, wrong password in there. No, I, I, sorry, I set my microphone down. Um, no, I got into it. Well, that's interesting because it shouldn't have happened. Okay. I'm good like that. So today we have no more restaurants, right? You, or at least no more sit-downs. That's not necessarily accurate. We do have restaurants. No, no, no. It's just that their dining room is not open. That's what I meant. I but said a no lot more. of the restaurants are doing carryout, delivery, or um, curbside, or drive-through. That's what I said. I said no more sit-down. I didn't hear the sit-down part, oh, okay. so technically I was right. <laughs> uh, no more 24-hour stores, except for the gas station. That is true. Uh, the Walmart, some of the Wally Worlds are closing like at 8 o'clock. Did you know that? I wonder if they have to put locks on their doors like Denny's did. Well, you know, being a guy that for years and years and years worked Christmas and Thanksgiving, one of my one of my favorite frustrations in the world is going by a place that says always open and they're closed. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, that kind of irks me too. You know, it's like always open and they're closed. Okay, let me think about that for a minute. Um God, I got a funny story to talk about. Happened to me yesterday at the uh, at the uh, the Quickie Mart. Okay, I heard an interesting story yesterday about the flip side of the toilet paper crisis. Okay, you ready for this? I'm ready. This guy is an economist, and he said what's happening now with the toilet paper crisis is going to be there's going to be a flip side of this where after things get back to normal. They're going to lay off all the people at the toilet paper factories because nobody will be buying toilet paper because they're all stocked up on it. I'm thinking to myself, I never thought of that. So in other words, the idea being is you can't find toilet paper anywhere because people are just buying it and they're just, you know, they're just squirreling it away. Okay, they're stockpiling toilet paper. So let's say this crisis. Did you ever find out why? 
I mean, what does I, this have I, to do? What does the virus have to do with toilet paper? I don't know. I, it's one of those things. I mean, I get hand towels. I get, you know, uh, you know, uh, bleach and, and, and uh, you know, pine salt. I get all that, you know, because, you know, what do they tell you to do? Clean down everything, clean this, clean that, you know, that kind of stuff. Even to the point where, you know, oh, I got a, I got a funny story to tell you. Uh, this, this is one of my, this is my, this is my government frustration story. And... <laughs> I, I, and it, it involves a post office. And I, I'll be up front and tell you, I have had great service from the post office. I quite honestly think the post office has done a great job turning themselves around. They're becoming very technically oriented. The people have gotten friendlier. You know, the, 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 the places are open longer. They offer more services, which I take advantage of. I love the post office. But I had one of these beat-your-head-against-the-wall experiences yesterday with the post office, which was like, I'm just like, like okay, I don't believe that happened. I'll talk about that next hour. Uh, but uh, anyway, the, the guy, the, the economist was saying that, and you know, right now, the toilet paper factories are working as quick as they can to make toilet paper, okay? So they're running, probably triple-shifting all these places. So all of a sudden, let's say next week, things get back to normal. Nobody buys any toilet paper for a while. Because of the fact that everybody's got it. So then the toilet paper factories go from working double and triple shifts to laying off everybody because nobody's buying toilet paper. And they ship it out and, you know, all the stores go, oh, we don't need any more. We've, you know, we've got enough because now nobody's buying any of it. Isn't that interesting? That's very interesting. Anyway. But you want to know what I think is interesting? It kind of makes me happy. Okay. Today is 22. No, it's not, is it? Gosh darn it. I. It's 3-20-2020. And do you know something that happened yesterday that I don't think I heard one single person talk about? It's not spring. Spring is tomorrow. No, 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 no. That's exactly what it is, but you're wrong. Spring came in yesterday at... 10.49 our time. 10.49 yesterday evening. So we're not even 12 hours into spring right now. Today is... I thought it was the 21st. No. This is the... It has to do with... I read a real interesting article. I'll talk about it. And uh, for whatever reason, this was the earliest spring, like in, I don't know, 86 years or 94 years or something like that. It's the earliest spring in a long time. 10.49 last night, spring officially sprung, and today is the first full day of spring. Bring out my white shoes, baby. Oh, my God. Here we go. Here we go. I'll talk about that later, uh, about uh, the interesting thing with the number of, of days in the various seasons. And you know what? I always thought Is it, it was... Is it because of the um, leap year? No. It's just... It, it has to do with... The... I thought it always came in on the 21st. No, 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 no. It's interesting. It has to do with the fact that there are not even number of days in the seasons, which I thought there were, but nope, says they're not. So I'll, I'll give that statistic coming up. So uh, we'll talk about that in next break. Uh, it is... Okay. So is it just so you know, I mean, just, just so I don't sit there and, and have you say, well, we'll talk about it next break when we're on, you know, off the air. Um, so is it like the third Friday of every March? Okay. Since you're going to make, you're forcing me into doing her and I'm, I'm I am, I, I'm, 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 you know, I'm, I'm, I'm vexed about it. Let me see if I can find it. I had it yesterday. Let's see if I can find it here real quick. Are you trying to find an email? No, I'm trying to find a website that I, that I, that I, that would have been funny. Okay. That I, I length versus day. Okay. Here we go. 
Yeah, stupid ads that pop up and move. You, you heard this where you, you're looking at something and all of a sudden an ad pops up and what you're looking at moved off the screen. Okay. Yeah. This is the current seasonal lengths for the Northern Hemisphere are summer is 93.641 days. Autumn is 89.834 days. Winter is 88.994 days. And spring is 92.771 days. Uh-huh. And as you can see, the I'm reading this. As you can see, the warm season, spring and summer, combined are 7.584 days longer than the colder seasons, fall and winter. However, spring is currently being reduced by approximately one minute per year and winter by about a half minute per year. Summer is gaining the most lost from spring and autumn is gaining a uh, uh, is, is gaining the half minute lost from winter. Winter is the shortest astronomical season, and with its seasonal duration continuing to decrease, it is expected to attain its maximum value, 88.71 days, by about the year, ready for this, 3,500. Yeah. So we shouldn't worry too much about it. We'll all be long, long, so long, 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 by the year 3,500. Yes. Yeah. So, oh, so that's okay. the deal. So spring right now is the... Uh, is the second longest season. Summer is the longest at 93.641 days, and spring is the second at 92.771 days. And don't you like it that, that, that winter is the shortest at 88.994 days? So that's how that's why it moves around all the time, and it's not necessarily the even, – even the I other seasons. I actually thought I, – I mean, seriously, in my 56 – I don't know how old I am. I just had a birthday. I'm 50-something. Well, you know, you know, in we're my gonna... years, I have always thought that it was spring was always always began on the 21st. No, I no. mean from high from grade school till you pulled back the curtain. And you still believe in the Easter Bunny too, right? I do kind of still have. And you a know, thing for the Easter Bunny. I st- I still make baskets for my adult children. And you know what? You know what you just said that you don't know how old you are. We'll figure that out real easy. You know why? Why? Well, how we're going to do it is we're going to cut you in half and count the rings. Westplex 107.1 sounds so much better. The remix of that song got a little beat to it, a little bit of energy, not the uh, sappy, as uh, Shelly would say, the whiny song. Shelly doesn't like whiny guys. I don't like whiny. I I don't like whiny guys. Shelly, not when they why, sing. Why not? Why don't you like whiny guys? What's wrong with whiny guys? Because that's not what they're <laughs> supposed to do. I can't. I can't believe you'd say something like that. That's really sort of nasty. Why would you be so 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 critical? Because that's how I am. <laughs> Weather today. I'm actually not critical. I have. Um, I, I just have zero tolerance for wine. Weather today, right now, believe it, we're at our high. Uh, it is 63 right now. The high is supposed to be 63, which we're at right now. And from this point, it goes down, 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 down. Matter of fact, we're going to lose half our temperature, more than half. It's supposed to be 30 tonight. Tomorrow's only going to be 44. Sunday's 42. And tomorrow, maybe a little bit of sun. It's going to be, uh, matter of fact, cloudy, 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 cloudy today, all day long. Tomorrow, a little bit of sun. Sunday, rain, 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 rain. Okay. So I'm in the quickie mart yesterday after I get off the air. Okay. And you know what? I try to be friendly person, walk around, you know, hey, hi, good morning. And, you know, go to the same place a lot. So, you know, some of the people there work there know me. And I'm walking back by the coffee thing. And I have this one of those, um, 
it's actually it's a it's a it's a knockoff of the uh, the uh, who's the what's the the, the 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 thermal cups that everybody has there's the expensive ones yetis yeah yetis yes the yetis okay mm-hmm. and i got a knockoff of that so i go in and what sort of ticks me off is a lot of the places used to have like a wash sink where the employees would wash their hands and they took those out don't know why now they should be putting those back in but you could use the wash sink and i go and i wash my cup out you know and and you know put soap in it and you know scrub it and rub it and 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 clean you know and rinse it off and then go get my soda so instead now i go over where the coffee things are and they got the hot little hot water taps that you can like open up and get some hot water so i you know put some hot water in my cup and you know no soap or anything like that and i clean it out so i'm at the coffee machines and gentleman next to me looks to be about my age says, hey, good morning. I go, hey, morning, how you doing? Oh, great. My wife's down in Clayton. I go, really? And I'm going like, okay, why would he tell me that? I go, she's in Clayton. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she's in Clayton. I go, what you doing? What, is she in the county lockup? No, that's where she was. Oh, I was just kidding. No, I swear. He says, I go, what's she doing down in Clayton? Oh, she's in jail. (laughs) (laughs) I swear to God. I didn't even know <laughs> yes, that's what you were going to say. I swear to God, this is a real story. Uh, I mean, I'm going, I started looking at him going like, she's in jail? Oh, yeah, yeah. They caught up with her. They caught up with her. <laughs> and I go like, it's your wife? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know what? Uh, I don't know if I'm going to go down and get her out or not. <laughs> that's what he said to me. And I said, well, why would you leave her in? I mean, can you can you bail her out? Oh, yeah, yeah. I can go bail her out. And, and, and I, and, you had a little bromance happening oh, over at the oh, uh, this guy's over at the well, Quickie Mart. Wait to hear what he says, and then he says, "I go, why would you wait to bail her out?" He says, "Well, you know, she's not the nicest woman in the world, and you know what? Um, I got a feeling that after she gives all those guards all the blankety blank that she gives me <laughs> that maybe they'll retaliate a little bit and she'll be a little bit less edgy and i go like okay so what you're saying is you want her to sort of being roughed up by the guards oh yeah 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 they they, they should they should you know like you know go humble her a little bit if you know what i'm saying and he laughs i'm going like so so you know i'm thinking to myself I don't know if I want to continue this conversation. So, and he says, and, and, and just sort of standing around. And he, and he says to me, he says, as you can see, I'm in no hurry to go down and get her out of jail. <laughs> I'm going like, Clearly. Okay. But I thought that they were going to shut Clayton down. Well, what do you mean? The jail? No, Clayton proper. Oh, Clayton's always shut down. You know, matter of fact, you know, if if the wind blows, they shut Clayton down. If you know, if if That's there's a raindrop that falls out of sky, they shut Clayton down. That is not so, true. So so I I get my soda, and he gets his coffee, and I go up to the checkout, and he's right behind me. So as I leave, you know, I turn around and go, hey, you know, see you later. And he says, yeah, yeah, I just may stay here for a while, you know, because I'm in no hurry to get her out of jail. I go, okay, fine. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> first off, I'm thinking to myself, I, I, you know, when he starts, I'm, at first I thought he's kidding, but he's serious about this. I'm thinking to myself, okay, do I ask him why she's in jail? You know, maybe I don't want to know. Maybe, you know, maybe it's some like, you know, um, 
you know, I mean, it's theft or something like that. Or maybe it's like murder or something. You know, who the heck knows? Well, if it murder, they wouldn't. Well, I, you know, nowadays, you know, murder, they, you'd get out with no, with no bail anymore. You know, that kind of stuff. Anyway, that was my experience at the Quickie Mart. You never know what's going to happen at the Quickie Mart, right? That is so very true. And I frequent. A, didn't, didn't you one time go to the Quickie Mart and they were like praying over you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a whole nother story. Because the man almost hit you? Oh, that, you know, you you were with me once when that lady did hit me. It happened to me again. Yeah, other, I was. I, I didn't even tell you about that. It happened to me again the other day in a parking lot. Oh, Brad. I, well, you know, the crazy thing about it is... You're is, just going to have to be like... Like wearing one of those sumo suits? No, 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 no. Here's 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 the interesting thing, okay? What? And you've gotten to do it too. I I I took uh, the UPS deal, where where the UPS truck drivers, or if you notice, they always back into parking spaces, okay? And there's a reason for that. And I always back into parking spaces because when I leave. I get in my car and typically I walk up to my car from the front because once again, I am parked, I'm, you know, backed in and I notice that, you know, there's nothing in front of me. Nobody has put like, you know, uh, you know, a package in front of my car or whatever. I mean, that normally wouldn't happen, but let's say, you know, somebody would do something like that. And when you get in your car, you're looking out the front window, you see very clearly, nobody in front of you, put it in drive where you go. Okay. But when you back up, you know, you don't necessarily have full view because depending on what kind of car you have, some of them have very little, you know, limited view to the rear. So I always back into parking spaces. And it happened to me the other day. I'm in a parking lot and the guy just jumps in his car. I'm walking up through the aisle, backs up, almost hits me. And once again, if I wouldn't have jumped, he would have got me. Just like that day you at Freddy's, that lady hit me. And then she's yeah. like, like, yes, she did. Says, I didn't see you. And then she just takes off, you know, like, hey, no big deal. Okay. Yeah. You only knocked me down in a parking lot, you know, by backing into me, you know. Did she knock you down? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I thought that she just gave you a little grace. Oh, no, 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 no. Well, she well, but she, she did, but she knocked me off balance. It wasn't like she hit me with, I mean, when when I saw the, 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 the taillight. It wasn't forceful. It was just. No, un- I, if I wouldn't have, shall we say, you know, scurried a little bit, I, I picked up my pace when I saw the backup lights come on. I thought to my, and I just one of those things, I thought to myself, she doesn't, she's not seeing that I'm behind her. And she meant, you know, when she rolled down the window and she says, I was looking at my camera, I didn't see you. I said, well, I was back there. And as I scurried far, you know, forward, she caught me and she knocked me off balance and I fell, but I caught myself. You know, it wasn't like I, you know, whacked my head on the ground or anything like that. Maybe I would have been better if I would have whacked my head in the ground. But, you know. <laughs> no, it wouldn't have. That's happened before and yeah. it wasn't pretty. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but you're okay. No, I'm I'm in terrible shape. Uh, matter of fact, uh, I went to the doctor. You, you really need to wrap yourself in bubble wrap. I went to the doctor and he said there's only... You did not go to the doctor. I did. I went to the doctor and he said there's only one cure for you. And I go, what's that, doc? He says, you need to do a morning show with a woman who's more intelligent than you who will whip you into shape. And I said... Oh, okay. So that's when I called up Shelly, and here we are. 7 o'clock, Westplex 107.1, the song that we had to edit quite a bit to get it on the radio. I'm lonely as fill in the blank. 707, good morning. It is uh, the Westplex 107.1 radio station. It's Shelly Barr. It's Brad. And together we are known as BS in the Morning. Uh, the website's bsinthemorning.show because every once in a while, Shelly will say something that's true 
whereas I am the truth and nothing but the truth. So help me, you know who. And <laughs> that she- is BS. <laughs> Shelly is always full of BS. Okay, a couple quick things to talk about here. First off, um, I saw a tweet yesterday from a hospital administrator. Now, assuming this person is really a hospital administrator, let's say for the sake of argument, they were, and they were complaining about the fact that they used to buy masks for their hospital at 58 cents a piece, and now they're $7. So the administrator was complaining. No way. Well, the administrator was complaining about this. And I'm thinking to myself, okay. I can see why they would be upset. Hold on a minute. This is the same administrator that when you go into the hospital and you get two Tylenol and you look at your bill and it's a hundred bucks for two Tylenol that if you had a hundred dollars and you could get out of your hospital bed, you could go down to the local drugstore and buy 10 bottles of Tylenol for a hundred bucks. So I found it was interesting that the hospital administrator was complaining that they're raising the prices. Remember, I found, I, God, I wish I could find that again. My brother was born in 1963, okay? And my mom, years ago, gave me the bill that she found in her bills for the entire birth of my brother, you know, and included three, four days in the hospital, the whole bit. I think the whole bill was like $328. <laughs> that was the whole bill. Yeah, but that was in the 60s. That was a lot of money back then. Yeah, but, you know, you go today, and once again, you could buy a car for, you know, a good car for, you know, three, dollars $4,000, and today that good car would be, you know, $20,000, you know, but it's not $100,000, you know, like if you spend like an hour in the emergency room, sometimes it's like, you know, a couple thousand, three, four, five thousand, stuff like that. Yeah, but then if you have insurance, it almost, it, it brings it back down to a normal yeah, but that's everyday the, limit. But, and from, I heard <clears throat> that when you sit there and you talk to someone about your bill, you, you can remind them that they are a not-for-profit. Well, well, but but see, the problem with that is, is what you're saying is the problem that with is insurance, because once again, if you were paying for it yourself, you would be a little bit cheaper. I mean, like if you had to repair your car after an accident, you wouldn't say, well, oh, it's got a little nick on the on the fender. Can you fix that? I mean, you'd go like, eh, you know, like with me, like I don't have on my cars. I've got insurance, but I don't have what comprehensive. So in other words, if I crunch my car, you know, I crunch it, I ate it. You know what I mean? That kind of a thing. So, yeah, but you also fix it by yourself, so. Not all the time. Not my Volkswagen. <laughs> That's a whole other story. Okay. No. One other, no. one other little quick little anecdote that was passed along to me. I don't know if this is true or not. Another person sent me a uh, text and essentially said that they heard that a major health care provider in the St. Louis area has fired a, a double-digit number of employees this week because of theft of hand sanitizer and toilet paper. I heard that. That they had been caught stealing hand sanitizer. They're employees of the hospital, and they've been caught, you know, walking out with hand sanitizer and toilet paper, and they were fired. So imagine you get fired over a roll of toilet paper. I mean, you know, uh, in, you know, years from now, hey, Uncle Jim used to work at the hospital. What happened? Oh, I got fired because I stole some toilet paper. You stole some toilet paper. Why would you steal toilet paper? You can buy that at the store. Well, back in 2020, you couldn't buy toilet paper at the store. It was non-existent. Back when I was a young guy, 2020, toilet paper, it cost $400 a roll, you young whippersnapper. You don't know how good you got it. (laughs) Isn't that how it goes? I, you know, I I get it. Okay, so here's here's my story. And once again, this is one is of these. Is this about the post office? Yes. And this is one of these things that when you're dealing with a governmental agency, sometimes I want to pull my hair out because it's to the point where it's like, guys, 
you know, relax, just chill, you know, don't be so, shall we say, anal, okay? I have a post office box, and I've had one for years. And I don't know, five, six, seven years ago, the post office announced they were going. And the problem with the post office box was if someone's going to ship something to you, and if they were going to ship it USPS, you could give them the post office box number, and they could deliver it. But if you ordered something and it came via FedEx or UPS, you could not, because FedEx and UPS did not deliver to post office boxes. So what most of the post offices did, they if you were a box holder, like I was and still am, if you were a box holder, they would say, hey, we have a new service that if you are ordering something from UPS or FedEx or someone else who normally wouldn't deliver to the post office, all you have to do is use the address of the post office and your box number. And at the time, they would say, put it on there. Don't put box number, but put it on there as unit number. So like you'd be like, so they would give you the address of the post office, you know, one, two, three main street. And you would put like, if you were box 500, you'd put unit 500 and then the, the city and the zip code. Okay. It's Cause it looks like, then it looks like a, uh, street address, um, a, a regular address, regular business. Okay. First yeah. off the one post office box where I used to have a post office was, this is funny when this, when they first went into effect, I had several of the, uh, the FedEx guys who would call me. Because my phone number was on, you know, was on the order. You know how you have to put your phone number in a lot of times when you get stuff shipped to you. And they go, I can't find this address. It was the address of the post office. The reason they couldn't find the address was because the post office didn't have any address on the building. And I went into the postmaster the next day and said, hey, you know, there's no address in this building. And he goes, yeah, there is. I go, no, there's not. Hey, well, yeah, there is. And he argues with me. Okay, fine. So I left. And then, you know, a couple months later, the same thing happens. New postmaster. And I walked into him and I said, you know, this happened to me one time before. I had something FedEx. The guy can't find the post office because there's no address in the post office. And he walked out the door with me and he looked and he goes, you're right. We don't have an address on the post office. So the next day I went there and he had literally, he went that day, went across to the hardware store, bought the four numbers, stuck them on the thing. Okay, that's not my story though. So yesterday I get a notification that something I bought on eBay, you know, and not, you know, like $15 worth of stuff on eBay got shipped to my address at the post office, you know, and everything's automated now. And I get these automated, you know, Hey, it's, you know, it's showed up and it's here and it's at the, you know, the such and such post office and it's available for pickup. So I go to the post office yesterday morning and normally what they do is if it's small enough, they can, they stick it in your box. If it's too big, they give you a key and there's a bunch of lockers that, you know, it's like key number, whatever. Mine was key six and you take it out or I didn't get a key. You take it out to the locker and you open it up and your package is there. And when you open up the locker, the key sticks in the door. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, I do. Okay. So I was processing it, but I do. So I go to the post office and there's no key in my box. So I go up to the front desk and the lady says, Oh, go over to that door and, and ring the bell and the guy will come on and talk to you. So I rang the bell and a guy comes out. I go, it just says here it was delivered here and it's out for delivery. Oh, it's with the it's with the it's with the postman. I go, no, no, no. It's a post office box. No, 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 no. It's 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 out with the delivery guy. I go, well, no, it wouldn't be out with the delivery guy because of the fact that you'd put a you know key in my in my box and you know, then I'd take the key. Oh no, no, it's out with the delivery guy. It'll be here later. Okay. So Isn't it being delivered to the place where's it being delivered at? Well, that's the thing. It's not supposed to be out anywhere. It's supposed to be there. You know, it's supposed to be at, at the post, the post office, office because, because they, that's where it was right, initially they, addressed to. Right. They put a key in my box. When I get uh-huh. there, open up the post office box. <laughs> so they so, didn't catch that it was 
the their end look the end location was them. Well, I couldn't. He couldn't quite comprehend what I was saying, or didn't want to comprehend, or didn't care. That I don't happens know. a lot. I don't it? really know. So I left. Two hours later, I get an alert on my phone. It says the package. You know, and this is from eBay. The package that you know that was delivered ha- is being returned because of an insufficient address. So I'm going like, now, hold on a minute now. So I go back to the post office and I explain this to the lady at the front desk and she goes back and she's back there for like five or six minutes and she comes back and she says, what's your name again? And I give her my name and then she comes out with my package and it's got like, you know, marks on it and there's a sticker that is, shows it's being returned to the sender. And I said to her, I go, why is this being returned to the sender? And so she pulls off the sticker that's over the address And here's my name. Here's the street address of the post office, which is correct. But it says unit, my box number. And she goes, oh, that's it. We don't allow units anymore. I wouldn't mean you don't allow units. Really? Yeah. She says it has to be a hashtag. I go and I looked at her and I said, ma'am, I'm not trying to be a jerk, but, you know, it had my proper box number on there. So in other words, you're returning it because of the fact that it said unit instead of a hashtag with my number on it? And she says, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're strictly enforcing this now. And she gives me this sheet that I have to sign that essentially says, I hereby understand that anything other than hashtag with my post office box number after it is an improper address. (laughs) I'm going like... Can you get a little bit of slack from the postal people? You know what I mean? mean, No, because that's probably not the first time it's happened to you. Clearly, because they have a form. It has never happened to me. And I have had a post office box with this service. It must have happened to other people because they have a form for it. Yeah, but keep in mind, I'm one of the very first people that got this service. And back then, they told you you had to use the word unit. Because of the fact you couldn't use suite, you couldn't use room, because, be, and, and for example, like, like, here's the thing. If you get a mailbox at like, at like the, the UPS store, uh-huh. it used to be like, let's say your address is, you know, the UPS store on Main Street in St. Charles, one, two, three, four, five Main Street, you know, uh, and, and then you would, you, you used to be able to put like suite 100, if that was your box number at the UPS, at the, uh, the, yeah, the UPS store. Can't do that. You have to put PMB and then the number. PMB standing P-M-B. for postal, P- post, postal mailbox. Postal mailbox. And if you don't okay. put PMB, they won't deliver it. I'm going, like, oh, hold on a minute. Now, come on. You know, I mean, you know, and, and I'm thinking to myself, Okay, so if you're so strict on addresses, how come I get my neighbor's mail all the time? You know what I mean? I mean, if you're looking at the addresses so carefully, why do I get my next door neighbor's mail? Because I have no idea. Well, so that's my crazy story. And what was interesting was I got something else apart for the radio station that I just ordered. And I just got a notification yesterday that was being shipped. So I quickly sent off a, uh, you know, a contact through eBay to this guy. And I essentially say, Hey, have you shipped? Oh yeah, it's, 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 it's in the back. It's ready to be shipped out. I go, can you go back and change unit to hashtag? And he actually responded back. He says, what, what, what difference does that make? I go, don't ask, just change it from unit to hashtag. And away we go. 
So I guess, you know, and I, and I thought about it for a minute. I thought to myself, you know what? I guess what I really have figured out is this, is that I shouldn't complain about this because really the truth is the postal service is getting hip. It's getting hip? Yeah, they're getting hip. Because? They're using hashtags now. Oh, yeah, they grow up so fast, don't they? Yeah, yeah everything's a hashtag. You got to have a hashtag. I have a hashtag. Yeah, right. I got a hashtag for you. Um, okay, it's 719. Westplex 107.1. And in Texas and Maryland, they're making it easier to drink up um, because of the fact that they have changed the state laws in those two cities to make it uh, uh, now legal for restaurants to deliver alcohol to your house. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, let's see if Murray, uh, Missouri uh, files along with that. But yeah, in almost... I heard that they were making it, well... Well, in, in almost all states, you know, with the liquor laws, you have to you know, obviously be present. There's, I think there's even some states that don't even allow, like, the shipment of wine to... And I know I, a friend of mine used to... His wife was worked for a company that, that did, like, mail-order wine. And I remember him telling me the story that some of the states would not allow um, alcoholic beverages, even wine, to be delivered... Uh, it had to be, you know, you had to come into a store and buy it. Anyway, uh, Texas. Well, they have they have a traveling vineyard. They've got, um, you know, a, something in Scott. I don't know what the first name is, and they're they're. Um, Direct sales of wine. Well, I, I don't think that's, I think there's some state restrictions on that. And almost all the states oh, okay. have a restriction. Like, you know, for example, there are a lot of restaurants that deliver pizzas and, you know, that have alcoholic beverages there. And you can order a pizza and you can order sodas, but you can't order alcohol. Well, in Texas and Maryland, they've changed that with all the restaurants being closed. So let's say, let's see if Missouri follows suit with that and we'll find out. Uh, we got to move along a little bit here this morning because we have a special guest coming up in about five or six minutes and you know who it is, but I'm not going to say. Um, <laughs> right? I really don't know who it is. Oh, okay. Well, you do, but you don't remember. 724. Westplex 107.1. You know what? I had to play that song. Shelly, I had to play that song in order to get my guest on the radio. He said that if, did. if I didn't play Lizzo, he wasn't coming on the air with me. So, so, so well, that's a great song to play. So, Mike Elam, do your hair toss, baby. <laughs> there you go, Mike Elam. There's your song. How you doing this morning, Mike? You know, I appreciate it. It's just not a good morning if I don't hear a little Lizzo. <laughs> I, I I call Mike a couple minutes ago. And I say, hey, you ready? And he says, let me brush my teeth. So now you're listening to the fresh breath of Mike Elam, right? You know, that's what I'm here for, just to make sure that I don't offend the people. <laughs> you can't, can't have that. Mike Elam, not only being a guy who for years and years and years and years was in the media business, is now out of the media business, works for a company called Master Clock. And by the way, Mike, it's 7.33 and 39, 40, 41 seconds. So... <laughs> You know, that sounds like a precise time to me. Yeah, it is a precise time, and thank you very much for that. Okay, Mike Elam is also a, now you're called a county consul, a councilman in St. Charles County. Is it a councilman? Correct. So you're not alderman or anything like that? No, that's a city thing, so county thing, we're councilmen. So you've got a, and I got the press release on this yesterday, there's an emergency meeting this morning at... 8.30, which I won't keep you long because I know you got to jump in your car and head toward uh, downtown St. Charles. But what's going on? What's the emergency meeting about? Really, it's just to um, kind of consider some uh, issues that are going on in the county. We're uh, doing a cooperative agreement with the city of St. Peter's um, just to do local government um, reaching 
and then believe it or not there's there's issues within um, and a number of companies may run into this believe it or not HR issues that you run into with allowing people to work from home and be paid um, a lot of times companies may have things in place that don't allow them to let people who we're calling uh, an at-risk person so somebody over the age of 65 or someone who has a pre-existing health condition um, perhaps somebody who had cancer or who has respiratory issues like you really want to get them in an environment where they're not around exposed to uh, potentially dangerous areas right right well in the way county government is written we can't send those folks home and pay them um, so we're cleaning that up today because we've got some folks who are in that area and we need to take care of them just like every other business wants to take care of their employees um, so those are a couple of the issues that we're looking at this morning everybody's kind of freaking out uh, and and I understand why um, but people are really kind of freaking out about what's going on. And there's a lot of rumors that get started and people start thinking, oh my gosh, they're going to tell me to close my business. They're going to tell me to do this and that. And um, I, I don't want to do that. I don't want to tell anybody they have to close their business. Um, but we want to be safe. So I think the big thing right now is just trying to look at what can we do as a local government to help uh, keep people safe, but we also don't want to restrict your personal freedoms while we're doing that. I mean, you still got to live their life. Right. And, and, and one of the things I think that people are concerned about is like what you've seen like in San Francisco. There's nothing going to happen in St. Charles County where Steve Ellman is going to stand up this morning and say, I'm sorry, but you can't leave your house. It's not going to happen like that, is it? No. I mean, unless something drastically changes, it wouldn't be Steve Ellman that would do that. It would be the governor. Right, right. That would be uh, a state thing. Yeah, and, and then everyone can't do anything about that. And, but I don't think Governor Parsons wants to do that either. I mean, if you look at the areas of the country that really have this sort of, what some people would call an overreach to safety, um, it's areas that have high transit populations from other countries, not just in their area. I mean, for example, we have one person in St. Charles County who tested positive for the virus, but... Um, she's someone who came, uh, got it through traveling, not from locally. So that's the kind of thing that those areas in San Francisco and New York and Florida, you're seeing those actions taken because they can't control the in and out of all these people that they don't who they are. I mean, in St. Charles County, luckily right now we have one positive. Hopefully that's all we get, but I, I would pretty much be assured that we're going to have more than that as more people get tested. But I think you're going to see an explosion of the number of people who test positive for this. And um, people may freak out about the number going up, but they've been positive probably this whole time. You didn't know. Right. Um, and, and like if, if you, go ahead. And it comes down to the fact that they're doing a heck of a lot more tests now, and it's just sort of like a, a mathematic equation. If you do more tests, there's probably going to people who become more, you know, more positives within those tests. Exactly. Now, can I ask you something? We, uh, Shelly and I just talked about this. I'm, I'm sorry, what'd you say? Just kidding. I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm just being smart. <laughs> You're the smartest guy I know. Shelly and I just, just talked about this, that in two states, Texas and Maryland, they've changed the state liquor laws, which now allow for delivery of liquor to the home. And How about that? 
Yeah. Now, and I was thinking, is that maybe something you could bring up? And on a, can that be done on a county basis, or would that have to be done on a statewide basis? You know, that's something I'd, I'd have to look into. I really don't know. Um, but you know, I'm going to bring your AB products right to your door. <laughs> well, well, and and part of it has to do with the fact the reason they did this is that they're trying to help out the restaurants because, like most of the country, most of the restaurants have been like we have in the St. Louis metro area. You can't have a sit down anymore, but you can deliver or deliver it curbside. But in most of the the um, states, you have a prohibition against that because you can't, uh, you know, you can't have a drive through, uh, you know, window for liquor, and you can't have a Grubhub guy show up at your doorstep with a bottle of wine. Which is, which is sad, but it's true. Right. Um, well, and I think you bring up a good point also. I mean, um, uh, we have some friends who own uh, JJ's restaurant in O'Fallon. Right. And, you know, JJ's doesn't do a big carryout and delivery business. That's just never been their business model. But they're trying to make a go of it. And quite frankly, they don't know. So what I would encourage people is if you have a favorite sit-down restaurant, then I would encourage you to be a champion for them. I mean, there's there's no person I know who is better at championing a cause than Shelly Barr. She is a great champion. So, Aww. if she gets behind somebody, boy, she is the cheerleader. Like, no, you want Shelly on your team. But I would encourage everybody to kind of follow that example. And if you have a sit-down restaurant that you want to be there when all this stuff passes, tell your friends to order from them, carry out, deliver, whatever. Um, but support them in this time because they're on really uncharted land right now and they need your help more than anything else. And that's anywhere. St. Charles, Washington, St. Louis, wherever. Right. Um, we need your help with that. Well, I appreciate your time, Mike, and I know you're going to this emergency meeting at 830. And, uh, you know, whenever anybody says an emergency meeting, usually people think the worst. But you say you don't think it's going to be like that. No, we, we hope not. I mean, as elected officials, you try and go and do no harm, right? Right. Um, but sometimes you do. So I'm hoping that we don't make that uh, a tough situation worse for people. I'm hoping that we do things that are helpful. But like I said, we want to be as helpful as we can without restricting your, restricting your personal freedoms. And that's one of the things that we're going to look at this morning. If, who gets to make a call on some of these things? And um, what's the right call to make? Is that the Department of Health? Is that the county executive? Is that the county council? Like We're going to have that discussion this morning. And I would encourage everybody, you can go to sccmo.org, St. Charles uh, County, mo.org and you can stream the meeting this morning at 8.30 if you want to see what we're talking about. It's live there for you to check out. And by the way, I haven't told you about this, we have a new website up it's called westplex.news, westplex.news, yes. and all the stuff okay. that comes across, we get it. And we have another new website called westplex.video, and when the county council meetings are done and they put the uh, videos up on YouTube, it automatically shows up on our webpage. How about that? That's awesome, man. I appreciate you sharing that. Yeah, yeah. So, Mike Elam, thank you so much. If someone would want to get in touch with you, what's your official number or how, what's the contact information they can contact you as a county uh, council person? You can find all my contact information on the county website. Just go to the county council page, and my email's there, my phone number's there. You can find all that stuff. So go to the council page and look it up, and feel free to reach out and let me know what you think. And by the way, we'll do it on a regular 
appreciate it, Mike. And by the way, it's 742 and 33, 34, 35, 36 seconds. I just raised my garage door and hopped in my car on my way. So I appreciate the countdown. <laughs> well, the reason I do that is because now you're the time dude. It's Mike the time dude, right? <laughs> That's right. Hey, I went from selling time to selling time. So there you go. <laughs> Mike, thank you so much. We'll talk to you later. Thanks, Brad. Take uh, care. Bye-bye. Great guy, isn't he, Shelley? He's just a fine soul. And, and, he really is. And, he's a good man. He's a good politician. Well, no, here, he's fair. He's, I was just going to um, say he's the you know um, straightforward. I like the man. I like him as a man, and I like him as a person, and I like him as a councilman. Well, what I like about him is he's like the unpolitician politician. You know what I mean? He is, <laughs> you, and I am so, so he his district is literally. Across Kisker from me. Yeah, he's got what? He's got. I part missed of, him by that much. He's got what? It's part of St. Peter's and part of what? Darden Prairie or where's he at? Is, is Weldon Springs? Weldon Springs. Okay, no, uh-huh. remember what's Weldon Springs? I'm going to correct you. Know. Two, I think. District two. Good guy. Um, and Very good man. Unfortunately, we miss him. He just got out of the media business. He'd been a radio guy for a long time, and then he worked he at Charter and sold uh, television and internet advertising, and now he works for a good local company in St. Charles called Master Clock, which sells their products all over the world and the reason I was sort of giving him a little bit of grief about saying it's 7.44 and 3, 4, 5 seconds is that we have a master clock in our studio which is accurate to, I don't know, a couple couple hundred milliseconds or stuff like that. So when I say it's 7.44 and 16 seconds, it's 7.44 and 16 seconds. Exactly. Right. Okay, we're going to take another break. We will be back. This is BS in the Morning. You can check out our website at bsinthemorning.show. Station website is westplex1071.com. And you want to see Shelly's website, crazy, crazy woman from St. Charles County.com. It's that's her website. Cray, cray from St. Chuck. <laughs> 744. Westplex 107.1. It is new rules. And boy, that song's appropriate right now, isn't it? With all the new rules we've got going on with you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't buy board. More than two rolls of toilet paper. You can't eat inside at a restaurant. Oh, man, I don't know if I like the new rules or a lot. What do you think, Shelley? I, you know, I think they're going to be changing daily. Yeah. So if you don't like them, you don't have to worry about it. They'll be changing. Yeah. If you don't like the law, just stick around. We'll change it. Uh, it is BS in the morning. You can check out our website at bsinthemorning.show. Station website is westplex1071.com. Couple more other websites. Uh, you want to check out the news in the Westplex? Westplex.news. Lots of good news there, and some bad stuff as well, too, but you just have to sort of take what you get. And also, if you like to see videos about what's going on in the Westplex, westplex.video. And if you want to grow your business, you want westplex.biz. We just kicked this off. It's the Westplex Business Alliance. You get an entire year's worth of promotion of your business, even as I speak. Your business is being promoted on our websites. It's being promoted on the Westplex.biz uh, site. It's being promoted on Facebook, on uh, Twitter. Even as I speak, we have uh, tweets that are going out for Caleb Hunter, who is one of our uh, uh, charter members of the Westplex Business Alliance. And if you, as there is ever a need for these small and medium-sized businesses, that's what the Westplex Business Alliance is all about, to unite and try to grow and move forward, it is right now. Wouldn't you say, Shelley? I would, and I would also say that it is um, a special pricing for these times for the small business owner. So go to westplex.biz, everyone, and just check it out and uh, let us know what you think. Because my boss, Brad, you know, my 
co-host here, I'm or I'm boss. his co-host. I'm He's my host. Boss. He um, really came through on this one well, for, for the small business owners. And I'm also doing Facebook Lives. Um, if you would like to be one of my victims or one of my uh, – if you would, if you want me to be your champion, uh, if you're a small business owner, um, I during these times, I would love to come by and do a Facebook Live and Westplex.biz. Please go, please go and uh, check it out. There you go. Uh, also, don't forget the weather is getting sort of funky. We had our high for the day last hour. The temperature already is into the upper 50s. It was 62 last hour. It's going down, 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 and believe it or not, uh, supposed to be into the low 30s, possibly even the upper 20s late tonight, early tomorrow morning. So, man, this weather's crazy, isn't it? It is. Out like a lion. No, in the... In like a lamb, out with a lion, or well, we haven't gotten to the end of March yet. But uh, once again, we talked about this earlier. I know, but it's spring. Yeah, today is the first official full day of spring. Spring kicked in yesterday afternoon or yesterday evening at ten forty nine p.m. our time, and uh, today is the first full day of spring. Although you'd never know it. Well, I guess you would. It's it's been rainy stuff like that. You know when they say uh, March flowers bring uh, July crabgrass. Isn't that what it is? Something like that. <laughs> March flowers. No. That's March how... rain brings. No, that's May. Oh, okay. May May showers bring. No, it's April showers bring May flowers. May Isn't flowers. Okay. Hey, it's 7.59. Well, that's going to do it for us. Uh, BS in the morning. Another show is, shall we say, in the can. And in our respect, it's in the trash can, right? <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> Yeah. It's going on the podcast. It's not going in the trash can, everyone. In the old days when they'd say in the can, you know, whatever, it's, t- it's that's like. That's file, file 36. No, no, no. Wait, wait, no, that, file, six, file 16. That's a movie term in the can minute. It went into, back when they were still using film, it went into a film can. So they would say, oh, okay. hey, another, another, you know, another, another movie's in the can. Another episode's in the can. But of course we could say, hey, there's another episode in the hard drive. Or there's a, hey, it's another episode in the, in the, in the cloud. Yeah, this we do it right now. And you know what? What's, what's interesting is I, I've done a couple. I, I made a couple mistakes this morning. Just a couple. Okay. What did you do? Well, I got in trouble by the NARPA people again, the National uh-huh. Association for Radio Production Association. They have no sense of humor. Uh, uh, and, and we didn't play the, the disclaimer, so I've got to play this. Okay. That's the uh, that's the disclaimer. What'll happen if you listen to uh, this show? Also, if you listen to only oh, it's a it's a two hour show. So if you listen to only a half hour, you may have this problem. Oh my goodness! Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> who said that? That's Joe Kennedy, who's the U.S. representative from Louisiana. He's a character, man. He's like you think. You think. I mean, you know. You know they they call they call uh, uh, Biden the gaff machine. <laughs> Joe Kennedy. What's is, a gaff machine? Don't you know what a, if you make a gaff? You know if you don't you know what a gaff is? Uh uh-uh. uh You don't really know what a gaff is? Isn't it a GIF? <laughs> no. <laughs> what is a gaff? We're not talking about computer stuff. You really don't know what a gaff is? 
Okay, I'm look. I just looked it up. Dictionary.com. An unintentional act or remark causing embarrassment to its originator. A blunder. That's what a gaffe is. You really didn't know what a gaffe was? I I didn't know. I mean, I understand what the definition is. I just didn't know that it had a name. Yeah, gaffe. They they called Joe Biden the gaffe machine because whenever he opens his mouth, he says something weird. Like, like that's like me. Like. I got like I got hairy legs or here. I got hairy legs that turn blonde in the sun. Yeah. And by the way, I, I just wanted to tell you how sorry I was about about your girl, Tulsi. Oh, we didn't talk about that. No, she, we didn't. She gave up after she got one percent in Illinois. You know, here Bernie got X amount and Joe got X amount and Tulsi, you know, and once again, what bothers me about it here? I'm a guy saying this. OK, why do we need I'm telling you, you put Tulsi Gabbard up against uh, uh, Donald Trump, and you know, she's going to win. But yet they wouldn't, you know, instead they got, you know, they've still got two old dudes, two old white dudes fighting it out in the Democrats. Put- well, I heard that she quit because she fought with Hillary Clinton. Well, no, Hillary said, Hillary made the comments that she was a Russian spy. <laughs> Good old Hillary. Yeah, she claimed that Tulsi was a Russian spy. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. 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 Russian. They call it. She called her a Russian asset, which means in spy world, that means yeah, a spy. Yeah. If you're, you know, like if you're the CIA and you I have see. an asset. And, and, you know, you really don't want to make the Clintons mad because. <laughs> yeah, because. You never know. Because the, <laughs> the because the Russians will come after you. Right? <laughs> I don't know if it's so, the Russians. So, yeah, you know, I'm, you I'm, I'm glad. Or a couple, uh, a nice new pair. I'm all about shoes, but. Um, a nice new pair of cement shoes would not look good on me. Well, I'm glad you brought up the situation with Tulsi because, once again, she's a smart, young veteran. Actually, she's still in the military. She's a major in the, uh, I don't know if it's the, uh, if she's in the National Guard or if she's in the uh, She, she made Guard. the comment that if, if, they, if the Guard gets called up, she'll be going to work. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, once again, and she's, and she's been in, I think she's coming up on on 15, 16 years in the military. I mean, you know, it's like, okay, so here's this intelligent, you know, young person with lots of good ideas, um, you know, and, you know, a, a current service member serving our country. She's been in, I know she's been in Kuwait. I can't remember if she's been in Afghanistan or, or so. She's had a couple tours over there in the, you know, in that area of the, of the world. And yet nobody gave her the time of day, except for me. I'm the only one. Because yes, that's because you're you're smitten with her. Well, she keeps sending me those texts, which I can't talk about on the air. But that's a whole, <laughs> that's, that's a whole, a whole that's probably the best thing. <laughs> okay, enjoy your weekend. Uh, even though the weather is getting sort of funky, it is officially spring. Get in your car, no matter where you live. If you live in Franklin County, St. Louis County, St. Charles County, or even wherever where you know people listen to us at, uh, jump in your car. Go to Hillerman's today, tomorrow, Sunday. Uh, it is one of the top 100 nursery and garden centers in the country. Typically, when I say top 100, they're not like number 99, depending on what year. I don't know what it is this year, but they're always like in the 40s and 50s, which means that of all the states, of all the garden and nursery centers in the entire country, they're like in the top 50. It's a wonderful place. 
if you have, um, if it's like a guy and a gal going out there, it's like husband and wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, uh, the wife can go look at, the woman can go look at all the, uh, you know, the, the, the nice stuff, all the, the fancy foo-foo stuff, and the guys can go over and look at all the lawn equipment and the X-Mark commercial tractors and the, or the zero turns and the, the steel chainsaws and, the, ch- and, and the, the, the trimmers and, ooh, all that good stuff. Uh, go check it out. You can't, it's easy to find if you headed to Washington. Right when you get into Washington, it's right there on your right. Make a first right at the first traffic light you come to in Washington. Make a right at the backside of the hotel. And I know it sounds weird, but you'll, you can't miss it. So we have to uh, help them out, all of our sponsors, because there are a lot of people who are holed up in their house and they're not coming out. And that's the worst thing you can do. That's true. And I know people are going to go, well, you shouldn't say that because everybody should be practicing their social distance and we shouldn't be in public. Eh, come on. Whatever. I actually did a Facebook Live with Chris Highfield yesterday and we practiced social distance. <laughs> I didn't even hug the man and you know I'm a hugger. Were you six and feet away from so him? So I just gave him jazz hands so he knew oh, I was yeah. excited to see him. Remember, I gave you jazz hands yesterday. Remember that? Yes, you did. Yeah, I only used one finger that in each That was special. <laughs> Those are my special jazz hands. Yes, right. Okay, that's going to do it for us. Check out the website, uh, westplex1071.com. That's the station website. bsinthemorning.show is our own website. Uh, As soon as I get off the air, I'll chop up the uh, air check, uh, put it up as our podcast. It should be up there by 845 at the latest. Uh, Don't forget, check out West. Here we go again. My phone, it's uh, 808. Go ahead and say it, Shelly. You know who it is. Uh, uh, Check out our new sites, westplex.news. Keep you up to date on what's going on in the Westplex Newswire. Westplex.video. It's got not only the, right now we've sort of opened it up, not only is it Westplex videos, but it's the entire St. Louis Metro news videos. Also, join the Westplex Business Alliance, Westplex.biz, and we will help grow your business. Did I do enough? Uh, yeah, just tell everybody, remind everybody, I'll remind everybody, everybody, have a good weekend, take a breath. Um, I know that this is trying times and they're, it's changing daily. But uh, everything's going to be okay. It's just, it's just uh, a glitch in the matrix. So have a, have a great day. Jazz hands to you. And um, we'll talk to you on Monday. Okay, you got to do your intro. So now the most important man in St. Charles County steps up to the microphone and says. Uh, Christy and Joe Horton, uh, ninth oh, anniversary. Brad. And Hugh Seriously? Janus turning 10. Okay, yeah. Mm-mm. We had to get... No, you, you had to be the man-child, didn't you? Hugh's 10 again. Little <laughs> old Hugh. He's probably like 46. Hugh, Hugh James. Okay, yes, we get it. We get it, Brad. That was so funny. I'm sorry, it still makes me laugh. It's 8.09. So, Caleb, step up to the microphone, honey. You're up.